welcome to Feels Like Weezer, where we're discussing the band Weezer and all its track-by-track, song-by-song goodness. Uh, one track and one song at a time. Um, I'm Eric Nash from Watchmen Minute. And I'm Zach Franking-Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at The Informal Log. And today we have a guest. To my right is... Hi, I'm Alice Lauren. I am from upstate New York. And my Twitter is Ali Mez, A-L-I-M-E-Z-H. Welcome to the show, Alice. Thank you for having me. Well, you know, thanks for answering our frantic Facebook post for a guest. So, <laughs> what are we talking about today, Eric? Uh, we are talking about the third track off of Pinkerton, but it's our fourth one that we're covering so far. Um, no other one. <laughs> So this is the last one we're doing, right? There is there is no other one after this. Oh, there <laughs> there's no other one. Our final show. Got it. Only yeah. three tracks on this album. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the best. Uh, wonderful. So Zach would have preferred it that way, but not these three songs. I don't think. <laughs> well, the latter half of the album well, the is much better. Is generally, uh, yeah. you know. Um, so, what do you think of the song, Alice? Well. <laughs> Interestingly enough, I am not really a Weezer fan, and I've never heard this song until like an hour ago. <laughs> and I'm not the biggest fan. I, I gotta be honest, I'm not the biggest fan. I'm, I'm not, you That's know, right. I, like, you know, that, that guitar just, it felt like a root canal for my ears. Um, I think I might rather get like a, a colonoscopy, just like fully awake. Rather than really listen to that again, um, to, to be honest, you know, I get it. Go <laughs> fan, um, I, but I also I kind of try I tried to kind of grade it on the sound and then also grade it, you know, really look at at the lyrics as well. And the lyrics definitely spoke to me, you know, in a different way. I think they were still very simplistic, which I wasn't, you know, necessarily a fan of in this. You know, I, I mean, you can have simplistic lyrics, maybe in more of like a rap track or, you know, something like that, you know. But in this, I don't know if I would prefer simplistic stuff. Um, but, it, it, you know, it definitely spoke to me in like a very, you know, some very scary themes, you know, of this kind of like overbearing boyfriend. So it was interesting to kind of have those lyrics. I kind of went instantly into covers, which I know we'll talk about later, but to kind of get some more covers to kind of bring those lyrics out more. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and that's, so that's something I, uh, for the first time listened to earlier today and, and doing my little bit of research for this uh, song is something I, I'd point you to Alice to listen to is find um, the, the, the leader of the band, <laughs> essentially um, Rivers Cuomo um, yeah. uh, doing the song acoustically live um it is you know so it's 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 definitely as far as its general arrangement it's just him it's not all these other crazy things he's got going on they got going on as far as their uh, distorted guitars and so forth sounding in certain 
interesting mm-hmm. ways that they were trying to do back then. Well, in this yeah. album especially, like th- I feel like this album is not indicative of what Weezer is just in general. Um, you know, it's it's a very far cry from the Blue album previously. You know, with like Buddy Holly and Say It Ain't So and all that stuff. Um, you know, and you you kind of echo what all Weezer fans think, which is Weezer sucks, but we still love them. You know, um, that's uh, one of my my sister. Um, she was talking to my niece and she was like, you know, Oh, you want to, you want to hurt uncle Zach's feelings. Just say Weezer sucks. And I'm like, I know. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, I, I like this song. So, uh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, much better than the last one. That's for sure. Get you is, uh, is not, I mean, and this, this song I think is a really good next part to get you. Um, hmm. You know, it, it's still got that same, like, uh, no, I, I wouldn't say violence to it, but, you know, it's it's almost kind of flipped on its head to where Getchu was more uh, of the man being possessive. And then this one is more Rivers is kind of fearing the relationship that he's in. Um, yeah, in, yeah, in general, like I was saying, I mean, I, I, I think I think I, I agree that the lyrics are are where it kind of shines a bit. The the. Uh, the general kind of uh, sound it has, and and it's and I think I think also it's just its melody though too. Um, it, it's it's it, the sound it has has these elements that are kind of crazy, some certain distortion going on throughout. But it's but like the melody especially has this to me it's like this old timey feel. Mm-hmm. Now they did they had the the B sides they had the one that's the uh, more like the barbershop quartet. You know, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you mean the best song on it on the yeah, album, the, the one that you really liked. And I think this certainly is. It's not that old timey, but it's close. It's getting close to that. It's closer to that. Uh, this melody that's going on. It's it's as close to a drone kind of, but yeah, and hmm. drone would be probably a good, a, yeah, a, a good word okay. for that. Kind of like it, it didn't really match. It didn't match the. The lyrics i would say it was just it was like distortion but also distorted from kind of what the story that like he's telling yeah yeah the and it, it, like you guys have been saying the lyrics i feel like are, are where they really shine you know when i can actually understand it um you know pinkerton is mumbleton you know that's kind of what i kind of what i view it as especially that that second verse the all of the drugs she does scare me real good yeah um like i get that part and then the next two lines, she's got a tattoo and two pet snakes. I always thought that was, she's got a tattoo and two left sleeves. <laughs> so, oh my god. Well, she's not alright. So I like you a lot, and I really appreciate that. So, um Thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, we're going to shut it down because that was the best joke. Nobody's ever going to nobody's ever going to top it. So oh, um, no. there's nothing left for us. That's not all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. It, it, but two pet snakes that would terrify me too. Like I'm I'm right on board rivers. Like I'm you know I'm not a good I'm not a big snake guy. So. Um, but overall, you know, it, it is a pretty basic love song, but I feel like it kind of twists it on its head to where instead of it being so, 
you know, like mushy gushy lovey lovey. It's more, you know, like I'm recognizing there are problems, but you are still the one for me, you know. Um, so in that way, I feel like it's it's a more realistic um, love track. Yeah, and I think that, but I think that too. Pet Snake's line kind of comes out of nowhere too. It's like, like it's just there's like kind of offbeat, I guess. I don't know. It reminded me sort of. I just googled it. This I don't know if you know of like Hobo Johnson or these like kind of mumble rappers. Not that I want to like oh, yeah. say that Rivers Cuomo is a mumble rapper or anything, but kind of the like the the SoundCloud you know mumble rapping kind of thing. It was like it was just not. It was just if this was a rap, it would just be completely off base like someone who was just trying to make something rhyme and it just did mm-hmm. not pan out yep uh, well the, the mumble rap is more pretty recent i think like uh, the yeah. last five or ten years i mean this is the, this is a 20 plus yeah 20 uh, 25 almost yeah. about year old song um and back then i mean yeah okay we were just talking a couple episodes about nirvana and 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 weird al even with with his mm-hmm. his uh his song of theirs the, the these mumble rappers maybe could have maybe not directly but indirectly you know maybe there's something else that I I'm not aware of where uh, some mumbling was was uh, pretty big. Well, I mean, <laughs> influenced a lot by grunge. I think mm-hmm. I think grunge music just in general. Um, you know where you've got that you have these societal questions. Um, mm-hmm you know, that they're, they're trying to get through, like, especially with smells like teen spirit, you know, and with this, you know, it, it's more personal, but, you know, I, I, I think that the, the grunge movement would, is probably a pretty big influence on just mumbling and songs in general, except for the, hey, 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 whatever that one was, ZZ Top. Um, they're just mumbling oh. through the whole thing. <laughs> so um, I just, I just have to point out here, this song was released in 1996 so I am older than this song, so now I feel... I can't believe that they've been around this long. I'm like, oh, they're still new. You know, when I was a kid, like, I heard the song Beverly right. Hills, you know, I'm like, oh, new, yeah. you know, like Fall Out Boy, you know, like well, new band, it, you know. <laughs> so it's interesting to hear that. It seems like seems to me like Weezer are a band um, that, that can kind of, you know, come back, can... can make a couple albums yeah. kind of maybe with the second one trash a ratitude <laughs> but <laughs> and that but then but then the next one i mean they kind of you know get something going again get 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 some mm-hmm. um, you know uh, some uh relevance more to yes absolutely youth youth culture as it as it has evolved a little bit yeah. and um can find their foot feet again and well and that's you know, you know i i think i think weezer does a really good job of you know tapping into what 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 the kids like these days um what the youths like these days but um you know because now I, i'm apparently an old fogey uh thanks tyler um but uh, <laughs> 27, <laughs> shut up. Um, the, uh, and they do kind of have that, that livability. And I, a lot of their, especially their early stuff, um, I'm thinking blue and green specifically, they're, they're kind of timeless, you know. Um, you got your buddy Hollies and your Say It Ain't So, because what they really have going for them is not only the music, but river's lyricism is just incredible um you know especially in those two this one it's hit and miss um they they have staying power and there's a reason for that 
Weezer is my favorite, least favorite band. You know, it depends on which album it is. Um, yeah, but uh, Beverly Hills and Perfect yeah. Situation, those were like the two first like really big ones that everybody in my high school was like freaking out about. So, <laughs> but uh, so oh. Alice, tell us yeah. tell us a little bit why you didn't like the music, because I'm I'm interested. I think that this song, I like the music in this song personally. I think it's it's a good, um, I think it's a good softer break from Get You. Um, so I'm just I'm just kind of interested uh, why how how much blood was coming out of your ears you know and why yeah well I, I just heard that that sex one too so it was like right that after that one, one so it was just all full steam ahead you know um in you know, that's the title of the episode that sex one that squeaky guitar one <laughs> so <laughs> yes <laughs> I don't remember what oh, whatever um. <laughs> But yeah, so just kind of all kind of bled into each other, so to speak. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, so it was it was it was a touch lower than than that, um, you know. But it, it just it just didn't really go with the with the song. I felt like just kind of going back to it was kind of that drone. Okay, uh, um, so based on this song, would you continue to listen to Weezer? <laughs> um. Oh man, I mean maybe oh, I don't know because it it depends if like if, if if all their music sounds like that. I mean I'm definitely caught on on the lyrics, and I felt like I think also the other part is like for me personally, I feel like I kind of relate mm-hmm. to this like right now. So I'm like, oh man, like I just you know found you know found something that I'm like I'm going through this. So so it's just interesting, but. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure I'd probably give it a try. I mean, of course, Weezer's now we call it Weezer's Africa is out right now. Um, right. But <laughs> that actually sounds a lot more know, like but... <laughs> General Weezer as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you like Africa, I think you'll like most of Weezer's discography. Um, except if you like Ratitude, you have terrible taste in music. I'm just gonna say that. So to the one Ratitude fan listening to this, <laughs> I'm not sorry. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But yeah, I, I, I uh, Eric, what do you? You're kind of a resident music guy. What, what do you think here? Um, you know, and this is similar to I, I, I found listening to this is similar to the. Uh, Again, from the couple episodes ago, tired of sex. Um, the 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 base there, I kind of gave it this word slinky. It's it's kind of this continuous, and it's that drone as well. You know, I guess is the other way to put it. Um, but just that that base, I, I really I really caught on to that. You know that that it had that certain oh yeah kind of the, a sound to the, it. The base in this album shines. You know, especially I didn't talk about it in tired of sex, but that. Oh, I love that. That's the best part of the whole song. Um, anyway, I just had to bring that back up. Um, but yeah, the the, the bass mm-hmm. especially, I, I think that 
you know, about what Brian Bell, I think, is the no, um, Matt Sharp, Matt Sharp, yeah, he he really does a great job um, in this album, especially. So, you get anything else? You two? I'm I'm like googling like Hinder because it almost reminds me of kind of those Hinder, better than me, lips of an angel kind of mm-hmm. kind of thing because it's still your you know kind of. Well, not just kind of. You're you're insulting your girl, but you're like, oh, I don't know. Stick around. It's almost like I almost wish it had that kind of feel, um, in that sense. To to where instead of just being uh, negative and sad, it's like you're perp- you're negging the girl intentionally. Is that is that I what you would prefer? <laughs> Oh yeah, I wish for more nugget. No, I mean, like, I mean, like musically wise, like kind of gotcha. just that ballad sort of thing instead of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This this definitely has a more ballad feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, I I can see that. Well, and you know, you you can really see uh, Pinkerton and this song. Uh, the influence on those kind of like emo ballads as well, you know, um, mm-hmm. and you know this is the the precursor to emo music, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it, high school. He really loved this album, that's for sure. Um, but so, Eric, what uh, what covers? Well, guess what? This, as far as any kind of thing official. Released on a CD, <laughs> seems to have no covers. I wonder. So even compared to "Tired of Sex," that didn't have any, <laughs> uh, the any of the uh, Rockabye Babies. So there's no other version, no other one. The... Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> it's the level of humor you get with "Feels Like Weezer." So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it's no all right, <laughs> right? Like. Let's in the hierarchy of jokes. That's definitely not in the top five, but maybe I still won. Yeah, uh, you still got number one. Like that's gonna be really hard to beat because of how quick it was. Um, if you're not a writer for a TV show, you should be. Um, anyway, so let's get down to our ratings, I guess. I mean, well, can I just say quickly oh, yeah. um, about about the the covers? So I like immediately was like, okay, I want to hear these lyrics, but in a different um, kind of a different capacity. And I'll, I'll look at kind of the Rivers Cuomo acoustic as well. But I kind of also wanted to see it sort of from a, a female perspective. Well, I guess it could be female perspective. I mean, same words and everything. And mm-hmm. um, because I, you know, just the idea of kind of hearing it, um, you know, from, from a man, you know, it can kind of come off potentially scarier from a woman obviously you could still be like oh this is a crazy woman as well but it's, it's just a different dynamic the only one that i really found so far it was the by the user reina's room it's called no other one weezer acoustic cover reina's room and it's just like a girl sitting in her room playing the guitar but i mean that one was was, was mm-hmm. fine um mm-hmm. but that was kind of the one where it was it was interesting to hear that one as well mm-hmm I'll have to check that one out because I, I, yeah. I I'm wondering how much the like how much the message changes from you know depending on the perspective of yeah you know, uh, female because we hear these kind of scary you know toxic masculinity sort of cheat sort of um, cases 
and you know to have that like oh well you know you're you're mine you're my you know you're you're mine well whatever she's not good but I'm keeping her you know versus from 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 a woman you know it's it's almost like we kind of maybe ex- ex- I don't know how feminist I want to get into it although I guess hey, why go not for it. <laughs> feminist analysis of the song but um but yeah just that kind of this you know I mean in the in this cover one it's just she's singing it you know straightforward about the girl could be about a girl if she was singing it about a guy you know we kind of think of the the girl liking the the bad boy um and and that's maybe more mm-hmm. i don't want to say accepted but we kind of internalized it a bit more like okay well he's he's he's, he's such a bad boy but whatever i'll keep him so it, it would be kind of different depending who's who's singing the lyrics yeah for sure and you know we're all for a feminist reading of Pinkerton. Um, <laughs> a feminist reading of Weezer, yeah. <laughs> well, Pinkerton especially, um, because if, yeah. if you really listen to the whole album, there's a lot of that just inherent toxic masculinity, almost kind of like the nice guy mentality yeah. um, that you see. It, it, I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up because it's, you know, oh God, Rivers was probably in a dark place when he wrote this, so... <laughs> But yeah, totally. Um, and and just I, I just I just went through the lyrics, looking at the lyrics and trying and switching out the pronouns, and I think it still work. Mm-hmm. It would still work. You know, it would still be singable. It's not. There aren't rhymes that mm-hmm. are happening. And it, <laughs> you know, I I I think the contingent the message is just changed from that. Hot take. Hot Gotta take, Alice. Her. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Eric, why don't you start us off? What what's your rating for this one? I you know especially because like I said, I listened to the acoustic version. I mean, I'm not too I'm not too dissatisfied with how the 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 the, the instrumentation is done on this versus that say, but it, but it is a nice take on it to perspective to get, I think. But um, so I think I'll have to go with an eight on this. I I I, I really? like it pretty well. It's like I said. It, it, it's 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 just that take. It's also that taking me back to, it, it's their his try at that for the tune of this older, I don't know, like almost like maybe like a fifties ish. I mean, not even mm-hmm. necessarily a rock, but even before rock was around, the the, the more the the uh, crooners and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, the old Sinatra and I can other people like I can that. See that. Um, for me, this is better than Get You, so um, I'm going to probably give this a 6 out of 10. Um, you know, the the music is mostly good, I feel like, but the, the lyrics, I mean, it, it's just problematic. The whole thing is just problematic. Weezer's problematic. <laughs> Pinkerton's the worst. It's not really, it's not the worst album, but whatever. Um, what about you, oh Alex? Oh my gosh, I'm kind of going back and forth. I think... It's like I wanted to say one, but then the lyrics kind of bump it, you know, to, to another thing. What? I was going to say one, but then things, you know, the, the lyrics kind of bumped it, but then they're so simplistic. And I don't I don't know if I even want to say badly written because they're so touching and, and moving in their way as well. So I'm going to give it, I'm going to wheeze two times, two wheezes. Two wheezes? Two wheezes. <laughs> <laughs> Two wheezes at a time, wheezes. Uh, yeah. Wow. 
Is that right? <laughs> that is exactly that? it, yes. I'm going to cut that out because that's terrible. Um, <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait until you do that for a time. <laughs> this song's really good. <laughs> Just pass out halfway through. Um, that's, how this, that's how this song should have started. Every song starts with wheezing. Just like, <sighs> that's how I want to have you. You know? <laughs> you know. Oh, oh, my goodness. Well, that's... That's why they call it Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> that is the lowest rating we have had on the show yet. Not by much. I gave a three to get you. So, oh, you know, okay. I'm, you know, I, I, I get, I get it. I understand. Two points for lyrics and then one point back. So it all added to two. <laughs> so, oh God, this is a music podcast, not a math podcast. So I don't know. Yeah. scrap it. We're not using any of this. <laughs> At least there's no pie this one. <laughs> right. <laughs> this podcast was just for us. <laughs> <laughs> the true podcast was the friends we made along the way. Um, so, Alice, uh, what what do you, what plugs you got? What do you want to What do you want to tell us about? Um, let's see. Well, if you ever come to upstate New York, you could see me do some more comedy. If you if I made you laugh in this in this arena. Um, I've been on other podcasts. I think someone mentioned the the Room podcast, so I was on the Room podcast. I did one about the movie Seven. Um, mm-hmm. Fright Night. Fright Night one is coming out. Oh yeah. Um, oh fun. Different talking ones. Yeah, I did not. I guess. Did not I, I was like on that, that either. As well, so. <laughs> Every podcast is just a negative <laughs> person. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see what else. I well, I do, well, I just did a the a Monty Python. A podcast from the, the movie The Meaning of Life, right? So that kind of balances out a little bit. Oh. Yeah, I do lots of podcasts. And, and I missed and... that one, unfortunately, because oh, yeah. like it was at like two in the afternoon for me. Oh, um, right. Yeah, I know. So, uh, so you're a comedian. You do, you do, yeah, you make yeah. people laugh. Yeah. I, I prepared for that one, but like, it, like it would be homework. Right. <laughs> but it wasn't because it was Python. <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah, I'll watch a Python movie. <laughs> oh, darn it. I get to For watch this fun I movie. Doing. Um, <laughs> so, uh, do you have any upcoming shows or anything? This is coming out mm, early September. So, you yeah, got anything for September, booked? it's going to be tough. I know. Well, if you go back into the past, <laughs> in, in August, I'm doing a Juggalo festival. So, that's a thing. Um, I'm sorry, what? A, like a, a Juggalo festival? That, no, that's what I thought you said. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what's, I'm not a juggler um, or anything. I'm a, I'm a normal human being. But <laughs> we're, we're not here to judge. <laughs> I, yep, okay. I just, you know, and then I, I can't believe I'm going to miss, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to miss Jugafest uh, 2019. Ah, oh, dang it. Oh, geez. So, like... Are you doing comedy about ICP or no, no, like... just just regular comedy, whatever it will be. Yeah, no, I don't know anything about ICP. No. Oh, well, no, that's I'm just the best. In the the best. <laughs> well, that's oh, exciting. Well, yeah. uh, if have uh, have fun. I guess. Uh, I don't know if someone wants to give me a job. I don't have a job. If this comes out in September and I don't have a job, help a girl out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you plug? Your unemployment? Um, 
<laughs> Great. Well, uh, thanks for coming on, Alice. Thank and, you for uh, having me. We'll, we'll have to have you back at some point. I really yeah. want to get... We'll have you on for Ratitude because I think we're really going to have a lot of fun with it. What that. about Rat? Well, uh, Ratitude is a really bad album. Oh, uh, okay. It's the worst. It's got a dog on the front, so you think it's going to be good, but hey. it is not. We can't. We can't have her do only rat, two bad episodes. A rat and dog or, you know, songs, You know. A rat and dog clothing. <laughs> no, it's it, it, it's Ratitude. Like. Oh, radical. not like a rat. Okay, I thought it no, was like no, a no, rat no, with no. an attitude, and I was excited, and now I. <laughs> yeah, it's got like this little cartoon mouse. It's got ICP paint on its face and a backwards cap, wearing like, like a long jersey. I was like a Ratatouille album or something, you know. No, that's uh, my other podcast, um, yeah. Ratatouille, um, and we we watch the movie Ratatouille, Ratatouille every day for like months. Um, right, minute by minute. We, yeah. We we just make food. You know, that's all we yeah. do. So thanks for coming on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you want to add um, me, my and we, my Facebook is Alice Lauren. So. You know, yeah, just message yeah, me first, her... people. Yeah, please message me first so I know that you're not some, you know, random creep listeners out there. Um, but yeah, or as I said, my Twitter is Ali Mej, A-L-I-M-E-Z-H. All right. Well, thanks so much, Alice. And, Great. you know, we don't know how to end podcasts still. So. That's all right. This, <laughs> is, this is the end. But up, but up, but Yeah, see, I'm not that old. <laughs> I'm having a midlife crisis right now as we're <laughs> recording, so... Nah. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.